Hey there, it's Mara Schiavocampo, and you're listening to Motivated. Whether you work out regularly or someone who really watches your diet, or maybe you've slipped off the wagon or gained back some weight that you've lost, or you just need an extra push to help you stay on track, staying motivated is key. And that's why we're here to help. Every week, we're bringing you the top health, wellness, and fitness experts, along with a lot of really amazing everyday people. And it's all about helping you live a healthier and happier life. Don't want to wait until Monday for the next episode of Motivated? You can hear it three days early on the TuneIn app. Download TuneIn today and listen for free. talking about surviving the holidays because it's hard to believe but they are right around the corner thanksgiving is next week which is kind of freaking me out it's almost time to get the christmas tree um (laughs) i'm here with two great guests hayden slater who's the ceo and founder of pressed juicery yes you guys now have more than 70 locations yeah we'll probably end the end this year at about 75 so that's amazing it's exciting it's a good year for you we'll talk a lot about juicing i can't complain yeah and emily abadi did I get it right? You got it right. <laughs> We're good. Uh, Emily is a writer, a fitness enthusiast, a marathoner, and has lost 70 pounds and successfully kept it off. And Hayden, nice. you've also lost a lot of weight. You lost 60 pounds, yeah. right? And I was going to say 70, but I'll let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not to brag, but I lost 90. I'm so actually like... 71. But... <laughs> um, no, and one pound is an accomplishment. I think Absolutely. we can all agree on that, right? Definitely. Um, and how long ago did you lose your weight? Um, it's probably been about six years-ish. Okay, and right how, about, how about for you? Um, I started my journey back in 2007, so I'd say it's been oh, about about 10 years. About 10 years. Congratulations. Thank you. Maintenance is hard. Mm-hmm. I, I sometimes feel like maintenance is harder than the weight loss because there's a big thrill in losing weight and maintenance can be kind of dull. It's, it's going to become routine. <laughs> it yeah. becomes routine. Yeah, yeah that's the word. Um, so first, I want to hear a little bit about both of your stories. So Hayden, I want to start with you uh, because you weren't always the, the, the juiced the juiced guy, right? Definitely not. No. Uh, you know, I'm born and raised in LA, and I'd say I'm somewhat educated in nutrition, but never really practiced it. You know, I was kind of like a fast food junkie most of my life. Um, and, you know, that was just like my norm. Like, I just thought you were supposed to feel like this always. Mm. Uh, and then I went to NYU, and I had a uh, a yoga class at 8 a.m., which no college kid wants an 8 a.m. yoga Wait, that class. That was like a class class that it you got was, credit for? It was. Where was this when tish, I was in college? Tish, baby. You know. Yeah, I had students to, yeah. today have it easy. No. Um, but it was there where it kind of just like opened my eyes to like all these things that were just words before, like juicing and macrobiotic and chanting. Uh, I started actually experiencing it. And I left, I left uh, NYU. I went to HBO. And I never went abroad uh, when I was at college, which was always like a huge regret of mine. So when a show I was working on wrapped, I bought a one-way ticket to Southeast Asia. What country? I did Thailand, Vietnam, Cambodia, Japan, and India. Wow. And you had had you been out of the U.S. before? No, never. I had been out of the U.S., never Mm -hmm. by myself. Okay. And I just kind of, it was like my eat, pray, love moment. Right. (laughs) Um, And I was there, I attempted a five-day juice cleanse. And I felt so good afterwards that I kept going. And when I hit 30 days, it was kind of that this is what you're supposed to feel like. So you did a 30-day juice cleanse. I did, and yes. you drank just fruit juices? Yeah, it was literally like coconut water, and we could like make vegetable broth. 
Now, yeah. where was this? This was in Koh Samui, an island in Thailand. And I assume somebody was guiding you on yes, this. You weren't making yes, it up, right? Yes. So it was, who was it that was guiding it was you a, on it this? It was like a, a program for just that. So you would go and they created kind of different programs to cater towards each individual. Um, and mine kind of shifted a little bit as I kept going. But it really like was that light bulb had gone off, that the way I had been feeling my whole life wasn't actually normal, and that this is how we're meant to feel. And it was really at that point where I was like, I got to take this newfound knowledge and experience, uh, share it with like as many people as I possibly can. And you lost weight then or when you came back? I would say I started losing weight when I was at NYU. And I, I don't want to say juice is what did it, but it kind of for me was that gateway. You know, it was that like first step. You know, I would drink a greens juice in the morning and all of a sudden like I'd want to work out or I'd want to eat clean. And you know, from there, it just, as you know, we said, it kind of became my routine. Um, and, you know, I started seeing all of these positive, you know, amazing changes. And it was just like, I can't go back, right. you know. Yeah. And that's kind of how it's always stuck. Yeah. Emily, how about you? How did you get started? Wow. Um, so did, I Where was... did you fly off to? What did you, yeah. what detox did you do if for If you say days? you did a 31-day <laughs> cleanse. Good old stores, Connecticut. <laughs> um, I was a freshman in college in stores, Connecticut at UConn. And I was in my dorm room spring semester. And one night, you know, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a scale sitting under my bed. And I said to myself, like, going to get on that scale. And I had known, you know, I grew up huge Italian Jewish family, um, lots of eating, kind of the cornerstone of family uh, for us had a lot to do with food. And so I knew I had a problem with my weight, but it wasn't until I got on that scale and saw 204 pounds staring back at me that I was just shell shocked. How, um, how tall are you? I am five foot four. Okay. So I so like what size 14 at that time, 16, 16. And I remember, um, just feeling so beside myself and upset. Um, I immediately threw on some old workout clothes that were from high school and some old sneakers and ran down the stairs of my dorm and sprinted down the street um, until I fell into the grass. And I just was so beside myself, just in tears, knowing that I couldn't live the rest of my life like that. Uh, so for me, that moment of realization and just knowing like, okay, you need to make a change. And that that hurdle that I kind of overcame that night was, yes, it was defeating and upsetting to see that number. But what I finally knew was that I had the power to make this different for myself. Mm -hmm. I had the power to kind of turn around my circumstance. I, you know, you can't change your beginning necessarily, but you can change your end. And so for me, I knew that I needed to, you know, work consciously to to change that story going forward. Uh, so it was, it was, it was hard. I mean, I, you know, when you commit to losing weight, you also commit to knowing that every day might be a little bit more challenging than the one before. So for me, the first part of it was really developing a relationship with food, uh, learning about portion control and serving size. And that was definitely the first chunk of my weight loss. And then after that really became uh, this amazing relationship that I developed with running. Uh, growing up, my brother, uh, bless him, was a track athlete, and I definitely wasn't. You know, I was yo-yo dieting my whole life until this point. And so he used to poke fun at me, come and go, and say, go run a mile, because I couldn't do it. Um, so for me, for running, it just, when I s finally stuck with it, it felt so good to not just, you know, prove that girl from that time period wrong, you actually can do this, but then as I got better at it, um, you know, the 5Ks became 10Ks, the 10Ks became 
half marathons. When I first started running every day, I was running a half mile every single day. And it didn't matter that it was just a half mile. Mm -hmm. It was just the fact that I had committed to really doing something that benefited myself. And so half marathon, full marathon. Um, I once did something as crazy as run two in one week. <laughs> Which is insane. That's insane. I, uh, <laughs> but I still, you know, out of the whole journey, you know, two marathons, no marathons, whatever the case may be, I still look at the biggest accomplishment as that night when I committed to making the change. Right. Now, do you like to run? I do. And I always say, and I will say this, Give it a try. If it's not your thing, that's fine. What's important with exercise in general, I truly believe, is that you're finding something that you do enjoy that feels like some sort of release for you. That can be anything from Zumba to running to CrossFit to yoga, dance, yeah. cardio, yoga, right. whatever the case may be. Right. Yeah. You, running is the one thing that I do that I don't enjoy in the mm -hmm. moment because I'm a big believer, too, and do what you like. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be like taking medicine. It should be the most fun you have all day. Yeah. Um, running, I, I kind of hate, but yeah. I love the way I feel after. And that's like what my you focus pores on. feel so open and I feel like I can breathe so much deeper because I've been breathing deep and the endorphins are kicking in and it's worth the the pain of getting there. Um, so I don't want to focus too much on on weight loss because, you know, that's just one component of it. And I think a lot of people that come to this show come here because they want to feel their best and they want to feel their strongest. You talked about how sluggish and, and low you felt when you were subsisting on fast food. Mm -hmm. How is it different now? How, how are things different on this side of yeah. the fence? I mean, first off, like I'm up at 5, 8, 5 a.m. almost every single day. Like I just pop up and I'm like ready to go. Um, it's crazy like how much I can accomplish in a day now and how good I feel. Um, that, that's kind of like what I notice the most um, but kind of what you said is 100% true. It's, it's not really about dieting. It's really, it's, for me, it's always about balance. You know, we're all human beings. Um, we're we're going to, you know, have good days and bad days, but we have to kind of get out of that mindset of if I'm bad, well, I can just stay this way and I'll start again Monday. Um, it's almost like take three days a week and be good. And good is however you define it. You know, all of us are different. All of us kind of have different goals and you know, it's kind of like, just be better. You know, sometimes we're so in our heads and sometimes we got to get out of that a bit and just kind of go with, you know, kind of your question, like, how do you feel? And when you start doing more and more, y you feel it like you want to do more. It's, how, how much juice do you drink now? Um, you know, I, I, without a doubt, start my day with a greens juice. It's just mm -hmm. like my go-to. What's in the greens juice? So I do kale, cucumber, celery, romaine, parsley. And is then, this something you make or is it one of the pre-mixed? Press juicery. Press I juicery, mean, right? Yeah. I mean, I figured, but I just didn't know if you were well, I'm like, what kind of question? Um, you know, sometimes, to be fair, though, I do, I do, I'm a huge fan of the Vitamix. So okay. often I'll kind of take any of our pressed concoctions and pour it in with just you know, whatever is about to go bad in my fridge or freezer and just kind of get more. Now, none of the things you just described in that greens juice sounds tasty. Well, <laughs> there is... Am I allowed to I'm say not that? a greens juice person myself. So. I you know, mean, if you had some, like, apples in there, I was going to say, sometimes, sometimes I'll add an apple or lemon or ginger. Um, but something I find so fascinating about juicing, and it's actually not just juicing, it's kind of all, is the way your taste buds change. You know, for me, I love using juice uh, as, as a reset. Um, you know, if, I've, if I'm traveling a lot or if I'm, you know, finding myself feeling not, you know, my best or a bit sluggish, 
And I'll jump into like, you know, just eating salads and green. All of a sudden, my taste buds shift and I find myself craving or wanting cleaner foods. Yeah, that is. I have had that experience as well. And what's always kind of it's it's a it's a mind trick For plays sure. tricks with me when I eat something that I used to love and all of a sudden it tastes like crap. Mm-hmm. And I know that they, they haven't changed the formula that it's my taste buds and my standards that have changed. I'm like, this is really is junk. It's not fit for human consumption. I, I had a doctor challenge me once and said, you know, go go six days without eating any sugar, like zero, zero, zero sugar. And on the seventh day, go back to what you would regularly eat. And I was like, I can do six days. On that seventh day, it was like I was hit by a truck. Like You feel I, terrible. Right? I felt horrific. And that's when it was like so eye-opening for me about like, processed foods and, you know, added sugars. Yeah. And how about for you? How do you feel differently today than you did when you were that girl in college? You know, it really is a day-by-day thing. And I think, uh, you know, an important lesson, we talked about this a little bit before, maintenance is hard. Um, And no matter what phase of maintenance you're in, whether you've been down a certain amount of weight for five years, 10 years, or maybe it's just been a few weeks, the thing for me is that You know, there are going to be some weeks where I'm going out to large dinners and going to large gatherings, but same, you know, my whole being is different when I feel like I'm on track. Um, I, by day, um, among many hats, am a writer and editor, and I'm, you know, doing this experiment right now for an article on a pop sugar where I don't eat dessert at all for two weeks. And it's like small tweaks. Next week? It actually doesn't. (laughs) Okay. I'll buy strategically (laughs) on my part. Very cruel assignment. So I I believe it goes through the end of this coming week. I uh, but you know even a small tweak like that again I notice it differently. I myself as well am also a five a.m. riser, and so for me to get up at five, get up at six a.m. If I am waking up after having a really heavy meal the night before, I'm not sleeping well. I feel drained. Even in that workout that I'm going to go and do first thing in the morning, which is my habit. I will feel slow and just not myself. And so for me, you know, I really also try to eat really consciously, whether that is, you know, eating loads of greens and kind of plant-based a lot of the time and just really being particular about the things that I that I look at and consume and really think, is this worth my time? Do I really want to feel the way that I'm going to feel if I go down this path right now? Yeah. So let's talk about the holidays because they are coming up quickly. So there are a couple different approaches that people have to the holidays. Some just go completely off the rails. They make that decision. I'm going to enjoy this and indulge and then make it up afterwards. So come January, they're the people crowding up the gyms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some people really just want to keep it slow and steady and stay on track. And then some there's kind of a deprivation model, which, um, you know, is I'm going to I'm going to keep the same restrictions in place that I do in my general day to day life. Where do you guys fall on that? Look, for me, you know, most of my life I was I was uh, option A, you know, I just said, hey, I'm going to go for it. Like it's already Thanksgiving and then Christmas and then New Year's. Like I'm just going to allow myself to kind of beast out. And the truth is, like, it's never it's always been a problem because getting back, you know, it never worked. Um, you know, I really like to say, do your best. You know, and that's it. And like, I'm going to eat, you know, I'm going to have turkey. I'm going to have stuff. I'm going to have all that good stuff. But if I incorporate, you know, some some stuff, if I, if I kind of blend it with some salads or, or cleaner foods, it's just it's easier to get back into your routine. You know, you don't fall off. And it kind of like for me, I've been able to maintain that. 
Um, look, again, everyone's got balance. I mean, everyone's got their own, you know, I, I can't say, you know, this is what to do and it works perfectly. But, like, listen to your body, you know. If you're eating a lot of stuff that's not good for you and you're not feeling good, you know, slow down a little bit. You know, try to kind of incorporate some other things, even if it's a, a juice or a salad, whatever are, are it is. Are you the guy handing out juice to your family members on Thanksgiving <laughs> morning I, and they're like, get away from me? See, I get creative. Like, I'll, like, do some dishes and, like, use some of our juices as ingredients <laughs> and soups and stuff. Last year idea. I took our almond milk and I frothed it. And I used it as whipped cream for pumpkin pie. Oh. And so I was like, you know, there's got to be like little ways where you can kind of like, you know, find these savings. Yeah. And so what's your philosophy? I mean, I definitely want to touch on this idea of being slow. I think, you know, the standard Thanksgiving, especially Christmas thing is you walk into a room and there's just a spread. And you feel like, all right, I'm in front of this spread. I can either be really good and, like, touch two things here and go sit down and then finish in four minutes and watch everyone else devouring all these things. And you could be that person or you could be the person that takes a little bit of everything and still feels really satisfied that you indulge in the experience. You know, the real thing is, is that a lot of us talk about these foods as, like, they're like guilt foods. They're foods that make us feel bad. But these foods didn't do anything to you. Like you can't look at them and be like, oh, this is a bad food. Because the second that you label something that way is the second that that is a dangerous thing for you. So instead of looking at, you know, our best family friends make these amazing sweet potatoes with that, that special crust that's out of cereal and pecans and all the things. Mm, that what is, crust is this? That oh, sounds delicious. I'll have to send you the recipe. It's it's a it's a family secret. What cereal do they use? Um, I want to say it's Special K, and he's going to kill me if I got it wrong. So it's some kind of flake, like a yeah. But then what do they put? Corn in the flakes, corn flakes, corn flakes, food processor, walnuts. There's some brown sugar happening in there. Oh, that it's a good like stuff. A winner. It's a winner. Yeah. And so you see that, and like calorie wise, that's a bomb, hands down. Right. But it happens once a year. So the holidays aren't about, you know, sitting in a corner and, like, punishing yourself. Like, this is a time for family. This is a time to really enjoy yourself. And so framing all of this as something that's going to make you feel guilty is wrong. Doing it in moderation, definitely important. And then also this idea of slow and also, as a part of it, engaging with other people. If you're sitting there and you're on your cell phone this is your moment to like fill up your love cup, like yeah. what I like to talk about. Like this is your moment. You see all these people you don't see very often. And so now is your chance to fill up your cup, engage with other people, and let that part be let that be a part of your healthy experience. You know, it so doesn't you, have to be. So can all about you food. are you someone who can eat like a small piece of X? Can you have a spoonful of that sweet potato thing? My thing is that I can have a spoonful of the sweet potato thing, but I've got to be a little bit occupied in other ways. So if I'm gonna be like mindfully enjoying the experience, then like I've gotta have a large glass of water on my right. Instead of maybe bottomless Malbec, I have like one glass of Malbec, two glasses of water, then I sweet potato. Like, it's a little bit of everything. It's just you don't want to be sitting there. If you're sitting there empty-handed, you're going to feel like you're missing out. So for me, even if that is water or if it's sipping on a glass of wine or it's something, I want to feel like I'm part of the experience because you should be. Because, again, it's that special time of year that you should really be enjoying. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, it's also like it's not just about food, Definitely. you know, like like keep up with your program. If you're working out, like keep consistent. You know, it's crazy how much you get out of like 
I, I, I've, I've been big on boxing lately. I'm like, for sure I'm going to box, you know, Thanksgiving morning, and I'm probably going to try to get in the next day. Do and your relatives give you a hard time when you go work out on Thanksgiving Day? My brothers will give me a day. hard time. But, you know, the other thing is, like, like, I'm like, if holidays are all about family, like, let's eat, let's, you know, let's uh, get full, and then let's go on a family walk, you know? I can live, I live on the well, West Coast, say, so yeah. it's a little <laughs> bit easier. You California boys can say that. You know? <laughs> but, like, there's still, you know, it's just like, again, how do we not fall so far from our program? where it makes it that much more intimidating to get back up and in it. Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned a good point about the exercise because that's a choice that then influences so many other choices. Absolutely. And also keeps you sane mm-hmm. because as much as the holidays are about filling up the love cup, they also can fill up your stress cup. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're hosting, mm-hmm. if you're dealing with family members that you have a difficult relationship mm-hmm. with, um, even just being around. I mean, Thanksgiving is particularly cruel for people who have a history with struggling with their weight, as we all do, because it's a holiday that's only about food. <laughs> so it's very cruel. difficult to figure out how to manage that in a way that's not playing games with your head. Well, it's also about being thankful and... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's <laughs> that know, whole there's Thanksgiving that part. <laughs> Thank you for reminding right. us of that. Um, but it's it, it can be stressful for a lot of people. For sure. are, any stress release? Are you still a yoga guy? I am. You know, I mean, I... I, I do a bunch of different things, but but yeah, I, I love to kind of incorporate yoga. And now, sometimes I'll try to get family in on that, but they're like, no, you do your thing. And I think it's also finding finding a little bit of an ally. Yeah. Like, it doesn't need to be like the whole family doesn't have to lace up and go for a turkey trot with you at 8 a.m. on Thanksgiving. Like, let's be real. Like, grandma's not going to the turkey trot, and that's fine. <laughs> but maybe like your cousin would do it with you or you have a friend and it's early enough where the two of you can intersect and go do something like that or go talk, take a boxing class, go take a yoga class, do something that, you know, you're doing it for you. Like your family wants you to be your best self and that's something else to be super thankful for. Um, Do you feel like doing some kind of juice cleanse afterwards? Is that a good way to get recentered? Now, I mean, I know you sell juice, so Mm -hmm. I'm sure that you do believe in juice is a good way to get recentered. Do you think it's it's appropriate, you know, for the holidays for right after? I mean, again, like every person's kind of got their different agenda for me. Absolutely. You know, because what it does is like it just gets me mentally back in it and also it's kind of what I touched on earlier. Like before I know it, like instead of continuing to crave foods that I know aren't as good for me, all of a sudden I'm like craving crudite, which sounds crazy, <laughs> but it like, you know, it really crudite. does kind of reset, right? <laughs> your fancy words. What, what, uh, what type of juice fast would you recommend? Do you have, you don't have to do 30 days, right? No, you can do absolutely not. I mean, or... you could also just juice and then have dinner or, you know, just use juice as a meal replacement, even for one meal. Like whatever it, whatever you can incorporate is going to be better than the alternative. Well, I think I saw, and I think this were your notes, Emily, that you said you, you don't have to eat like through the whole Thanksgiving day, like go, go consume. Right. Yeah. Yes. Like Thanksgiving is one meal. Exactly. Like God bless my father, but like on big family days, he loves to start with like a bacon, egg and cheese breakfast kind of situation. And it doesn't need to start like at 8 a.m. like full on. Love you, dad. But it doesn't need to. And so, you know, wake up, maybe have a juice, maybe eat some fruit, because let's be honest, you're going to be in the kitchen all day. You're going to be picking at things like be mindful of the fact that you are going to have this very substantial, likely meal a little bit later. So you don't need to go out with a bang in the beginning right from the get go. What about drinking? Do you, do you drink yeah. alcohol? Yeah, I'm a human. To abstain. Um, do you, do you feel like the the does the juicing help with hangovers? I, I use juice as a mixer. 
You oh, know, because I'm like, tell hey. me about that. Well, again, it's like it's a, it's all these little things that really do add up. It's like if I'm going to drink, I'm going to get some greens there, some nutrients in there as well. And so what do you mix with the greens? So I'll do like a greens <laughs> five, which is like got some pineapple and, uh, okay. and some orange in it. And I'll mix that, you know. Mix it with what kind of liquor? I, I, I'll mix it with vodka. Okay, so that sounds like a good one. What are some other combinations? Uh, this is intriguing. This is like a whole we're learning new here. episode I mean, of Motivating. You know, it, I mean, honestly, you can't really go wrong. You know, like mm-hmm. our juice makes, they, they just make great mixers. Um, what but, do you think would go with rum? Well, we do. So we do an almond milk that we heat up, and it's kind of milk. like a, our version of an egg, of a eggnog. Hmm. Um, but it's actually made with ingredients that are good for you. Um, you know, the other thing we're about to do a I'm like sipping on it right now, but mm-hmm. a turmeric uh, a turmeric milk for the holidays. You know, heat it up, add a little brandy. It's like mm. you've got a great, or you know, apple juice with uh, ginger, lemon. Add you know, do a little cider. Um, I think those sound really good. I, I don't know. For me, it's just like a great way to kind of incorporate, again, some good stuff in there. Um, and then if I if I go big on and have a big drinking night, like I'll kind of bounce back. We do like a charcoal lemonade. And to me, it just kind of like cleans you so out. So what's in the charcoal lemonade? It's activated charcoal, lemon. Oh, we, you mean like literally charcoal yeah, and lemonade. Yeah. And it just kind of it, – it, for me, it's like I drink it and I'm like, ah, I'm alive again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, quite, that's, a, that's a great um, advertisement because now I'm like dying to try this it's, charcoal lemonade. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. But, but again, you know, it's like whatever you can kind of get your hands on. You know, even just making juice yourself at home as a mixer versus kind of buying that off the shelf, you know, loaded with sugars. You think it's juice, but it's really just concentrate. Um, you know, those little things make a big a big difference. Now, when you're at home with your families, are you known as like the healthy people? Like are your cousins and siblings either asking you questions or giving you a hard time about, oh, are you going to have some of this? And you're going for a run on Thanksgiving Day. And I mean, I'm the youngest of three boys, so they just have to give me a hard time no matter what. <laughs> about No matter about, what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I could literally be the opposite, and they'd still find something to give me a hard time about. I um, feel like for me, it's all it's all uh, when we get together as a family, they all want all the recommendations of what they're missing. Like, I really need a new walking shoe. Like, everyone has a new right. question to give me the second they see me. Like, I've been trying. Uh, I've been trying running lately. Like I ran for four minutes. Is that okay? I'm like, that's really great. Like that's a really great first step. Like if you couldn't run for four minutes before, yeah, yeah. this is great. So yeah, I mean, I'm definitely the the health guru of sorts around the the dining table for sure. We actually want to do an episode on kind of like the cool new gadgets and all the stuff that people will ask you about. I got there you. Is so much out there. You right let now. me know. Um, so so parting encouragement for um, all of our listeners as we gear up for Thanksgiving because for me it is actually an extremely stressful time. Because I feel like I am fighting all of my demons at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a family environment. It's, you know, old uh, stresses that resurface. It's food that I grew up on that I love. Um, I'm fighting all of it at the same time. So it is a stressful time for me. Um, and I know a lot of other people feel the same way, too. Any any words of encouragement for, for us as we embark on this period? Which really, it starts at Thanksgiving and doesn't stop mm-hmm. until January. I think it's just coming back to gratitude. You know, it's not just Thanksgiving. It's Hanukkah. It's Christmas. It's the new year. This is such a special time of year where you can really take a step back and look at 
how your year has progressed, how you have progressed, and realize that the struggles that you're dealing with, you know, they're bigger than this one day. They're bigger than this one season and that you are strong enough to both get through this season, to enjoy this season, and then to progress past this season. And I think that's just so important just to be so grateful for what you've accomplished, reflect on that, and then move forward into the following year. Yeah. I'd say just do your best. You know, sometimes we complicate things so much and we're so in our head about it's the holidays, it's going to be bad, or this is going to happen, or, you know, they're going to be here. And it's, you know, just just once, just be open-minded, you know, who knows? And maybe, maybe things are different, you know, we kind of, we kind of, we re- we create it before the day even comes, yes. and then we kind of predict the outcome. So it's like, just go in and just enjoy it, you know, make the best of it, you know. Um, but I always say, just do your best. You know, we're all kind of that. That's what it's all about. We're all on a journey, and whatever that is, whatever you got to do, just do it, and don't be so hard on yourself. One do your day best, at a time. one day at a time, yeah. and then afterwards, do a juice cleanse. And yeah, and then go to <laughs> you'll clean it all out. Anyway. Com. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you where people can get more information about about the juice. Yeah, it's no, a, it's a it's literally pressjuicery.com. Okay, are and, you guys uh, on social at all? We're we're social at pressjuicery, um, and we're we're retails on on the coast, but we ship nationally. So you it, should put up on on your social recipes for pressed juice cocktails it coming it good it's coming <laughs> <laughs> little yes, yeah. that that is something we can all get behind and how about for you emily where can people find me you? all over every social platform at emily abadi how do you spell it a b b a t e okay perfect thank you guys we appreciate thank it you. happy it thanksgiving awesome. happy thank thanksgiving you. happy holidays Staying motivated is a 24-7 job. Let's keep this conversation going. Send us your questions by using the hashtag motivated or tweet me at MaraCamp. Help spread the motivation by taking a moment to give us a quick review. Just click the link in the description of this episode. New episodes post Monday mornings. And don't forget, you can listen to motivated episodes three days early on the TuneIn app. New episodes will post on Fridays. Download TuneIn today and listen for free. Motivated is a production of ABC News. Thanks for listening. I'm Mara Skevel-Kampel.